You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce. And Joyce, we, we just finished uh, recording our, our film predictions for the Screen Actors Guild Awards on Sunday. Now we're going to do TV. Uh, if you're watching this, is, this, this like, is the main chorus. Film was yeah. just an appetizer. Certainly for succession it is. Uh, if you're watching this and like, I want to hear them talk about the film, just like look over here. It's probably like on the panel. We, the we, we can we can link it uh, in, in the description. Oh, well, below. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll cross link it. <laughs> We're going to do a lot of cross. I put, I put a cardigan on for this. So we're, you know, so that, that's how, you know, it's, it's, it's different. So. We got serious here. Uh, Joyce. So we're going to go right from the top. There are nine categories for SAG uh, TV awards. Uh, drama ensemble is first. The nominees were uh, the handmaid's tale, the morning show succession in squid game and Yellowstone. I'm going out on a limb here. I'm going to pick Succession. How about yourself? Wow, I thought you were going to say Yellowstone. Oh, no. <laughs> your baby. <laughs> um, you know, in a crazy twist, I too have Succession. Who I've seen thought? people try to convince, uh, I don't know, the world that Squid Game can maybe win. I mean, Squid Game can win. Yes. You think it will win? Um. It's it's hard to say. I mean, if it wins, I would not be surprised at all because I think it is it's more populist than Succession. I think Succession, you know, even though we are its biggest stands, obviously, it's still kind of niche. Um, it doesn't have the reach of a sh- this massive hit on Netflix like Squid Game does. Right. Um, and it's also more, I think, <sighs> Succession is like a show you have to really like watch and pay attention to whereas i don't know if that's the same for squid game i think it's it's very it it, it attracts a lot more casual viewers i think right just I think that's fair. the nature of it's the premise you know what i mean yeah so, i would be i would be surprised if it won but i guess i could see the case for winning i um yeah and the thing is you know, SAG had never nominated Succession until this year, this season, you know, blanked it two years in a row. Not just, you know, we've seen them do that for first year shows because they're always very slow to catch up, but they usually get on board by the second season of a show like they did with Maisel and Homeland. Did not do that in Succession when it swept everything else for season two. Right. Finally got on board for season three after a, a literal one year hiatus because of COVID. So we couldn't even nominate it last year and gave it five nominations. So like, the I, I, yeah, I think, well, the nomcom definitely likes it. So now it's up to the entire membership. Right. Um, so that's where I think it's like, vulnerable to squid game. Cause it's 160,000 people. <laughs> And, uh, and it's not just actors, because I think if it's just SAG, I think Succession would probably win. But it, you have after in there and like influencers and stuff, which I think, you know, I think Succession is cool enough that it's kind of like permeated. You know, it's it's, it's memeable, you know, a lot of Succession memes. But I think Squid Game is, is still like the more populist thing. And, you know, I like we've seen in recent years when we thought like something was going to win and it lost, like Fleabag, when it was sweeping everything, lost to Maisel. Um, and when we thought like Handmaid's Tale was going to win for its first season and it lost to This Is Us. But I think like in, in Handmaid's case, 
it still hasn't won a SAG award ever, uh, which is kind of weird. But SAG had also snubbed This Is Us in Ensemble for its first season. So I think that was also its way of trying to play catch up there. And we've seen in both like the drama and comedy ensemble categories that it loves, loves a good rubber stamp, just repeat winners all the time, like Down Abbey. And uh, that was the second year of uh, Maisel winning. And even like Alex Borson was like, what the hell? Like, why, why are we here? So I think it, maybe it was like laziness. I mean, I do think me at that point in time, definitely it still had its like share of fans. So in this race, it's, you know, season one of Squid Game versus season three of Succession, which had never been nominated before. So I think it's kind of a different race. Yeah, they, you made a lot of good cases though, Joyce, for Squid Game winning. I gotta be honest, but I, I, I'm not again. I would not be shocked if it won. No chance for the other nominees here. I mean, it's an honor to be nominated. I mean, you you predicted Yellowstone. So I predicted Yellowstone, Yellowstone would get nominated. I don't think it's gonna win, but I think for uh, next year we can make the case. Maybe it could, but not. Yeah. Um. I mean, Morning Show. It you know it didn't get the Selma nomination last time, so got it this time. Right. And. Handmaids, uh, I think probably Elizabeth Moss has a better shot than the ensemble. Right. <clears throat> Let's go to drama actor choice. Uh, a lot of recognizable names here from our favorite show. Uh, the nominees were Brian Cox, Billy Crudup, Kieran Culkin, Lee Jung Jae, and Jeremy Strong. So I think we differ here. I have okay. I have Brian Cox. Okay. I've been re-watching Succession. We're now up to the, the finale of season three. And uh, Brian Cox in season three is the best acting I've seen on TV in so long. I think he just absolutely destroys everybody. His it, Logan's scenes with, with Kendall in the, in the penultimate episode where they're at the dinner is just a masterclass of acting. I think for both of them, but I'm like, Brian Cox is just on another level. And I think if he's going to win for succession, he should win for this season. So I want him to win here at the SAG Awards and then win at the Emmys as well. No offense to Jeremy, who I love. Are you are you hope dicting him? <laughs> I kind of think a little bit, but I don't think it should be like that crazy that he would win. He's runner up here. Yeah. Jeremy Strong is obviously the overwhelming pick according to our odds. I would not be surprised if you tell me that Jeremy Strong wins as well. But um, I just think Brian Cox is incredible. So that's what I got. I'm predicting Brian Cox. Okay. Um, I have Jeremy. <laughs> Um, I will say that when Jeremy and Brian have gone head to head, Brian has never beaten him. Right. But there's a first time for everything, Joyce. There is. There is. Um, so. uh, I, I don't think our guy Kieran is going to win, sadly. Um, so. What about, uh, much like we were talking about Squid Game, uh, Lee Jung Jae, who I could, if you argue that the succession trio splits their own vote. Oh, yeah. Like, I think I think a lot of people are predicting him. Or is he number two? He's actually not, according to our combined odds. Wow, is Billy number two? Uh, Jeremy's one, Brian is two. Okay, and Lee, so it's Lee just all succession all the time. Okay, But I think you could really make this strong case. Like, we are two massive succession stands. We're coming at it a little bit differently. It, it, does that open the door for, like, a Lee Jung-Jae win? Because, you know, how do you pick between Jeremy Strong and Brian Cox? Maybe you can't. Maybe it splits the vote. You throw in Kieran Culkin, uh, who should win in an actual SAG award just for the dick pick reaction. Uh, you know, maybe Lee Jung Jae wins and maybe that's a way to honor squid game, which obviously is very popular and a, a solid pick. 
Um, I will say that, you know, we know they love Netflix there. So like it will probably win at least one award, maybe right. <laughs> like Netflix. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I put like Kieran and Billy like four or five, um, just because they're supporting guys and, you know, unfortunately SAG does not have supporting categories. Although I guess you could argue that Billy was more lead in season two. Um, I think he was, but, and, you know, and he is, he is the, the Emmy winner from 2020 in supporting, mm-hmm. um, beating Kieran. And, but yeah, I think, uh, Squid Game is just the bigger show than, uh, the morning show. Um, so I think, so that's why I have like Lee Jung Jae right. higher, but yeah, I, I too have Jeremy and Brian and one and two, like, I don't even have Lee Jung Jae in second. But again, if if he wins, would not be shocked if it's like a vote split situation here. Um, I don't really always subscribe to vote splits, but no, I don't either. But this one feels like it actually could be a vote split. I just think they're so one A and one B on the on the show that you could argue that they split their own vote in a way that lets a third person win. I I do think you could see that. I do think um, even though you know, Logan is the patriarch of the show and the family that, but like Jeremy is much more the face of succession. Like I'm not just because of the New Yorker profile and everything, but I think people, when you think of succession, I think it, it's like, you think of him and you think of Kendall, like Kendall is kind of, you know, almost like the audience vessel. Like you, you feel the most for him. I think. Right. I guess the other thing, Here's here's what I here's what I've realized watching it again, Joyce, season three, is I would argue that not only is Brian Cox's performance incredible, all of the kids do their best stuff with him, I think. And I just think that is another sign of that he's an incredible actor. I don't know. Like I feel like all like Shiv and him and uh, you know, Sarah Snook and Brian Cox and, and Kieran and Brian Cox and, and Jeremy and Brian Cox, those scenes are like really really top notch and whether that's because they want to like you know impress brian cox (laughs) kind of i mean maybe there's a little bit of like art imitating life on the show and in real life like with the kids trying to like impress dad on the show and like the actors trying to impress brian but i just feel like those scenes are so good when it's like the two of like like again last night we were were watching the uh, penultimate episode and it's like after kieran sends his the picture to, to logan uh, just the scenes that have come back to back are like Logan, like Brian and Sarah Snook, like fighting about it. And then he like calls in here and it's just as like, but he just bellows like Roman. <laughs> so good. It's just so good. Um, anyway, uh, I mean, I act- would not be upset if Brian Cox won. Oh, no. so and, and like, I do, I do agree that I, I want him to win an Emmy for the show. I don't know when I that would win be, Emmy. but I want him to win an Emmy for the show. <laughs> I wonder if they'll wait to for not to go ahead to the Emmys, but I wonder if they would wait till like the final season and presumably Logan will make it. I, to just, that I final don't know season. if people like think that way. Like I'm I not going to vote for him this time. Cause you don't even know what million other shows are going to premiere in the next six months. And also there's so. too many shows as we've talked. Too many shows, way too many shows. A lot Stop of good ones. shows. <laughs> uh, best you actors can, you in- can't vote for severance here. Unfortunately. No, I can't. I was really psyched though too. Uh, best actors in a drama. 
the nominees were Jennifer Aniston, uh, Young uh, Ho Yun, uh, Sarah Snook, Elizabeth Moss, and Reese Witherspoon. Uh, I'm going Sarah Snook, Joyce. I think you are too. Uh, yeah, but this is the one I'm least confident about. <laughs> Same. I actually have, like you were just saying, I actually moved Elizabeth Moss up to two. Um, I think this is a uh, Lizzie's probably best chance since the first season when she lost to Claire Foy, who <laughs> repeated. None of these feel like a slam dunk. I love Sarah Snook on Succession. I do think it's a supporting performance. So you're basically going to have a supporting. Well, there's category. only one. Yeah, there's only one category. Right. There's only one category. So would a supporting performance actually win over these lead performances? Well, no. Jillian Anderson did that last year, but that was also her playing Margaret Thatcher. Yes. I think there's a difference here. And yes, I this think is, this is not Sarah, like a uh, Shiv, that character, that performance is not sag bait at all. No. And they, they love a, a lot of screaming and like uh, actressing. And right. that's that's not Shiv. So then does Jennifer Aniston win? I mean, she won last time. She could easily uh, win again. I could see that but, happening. Uh, last last time, Reese was not nominated. I just I don't know. This is like, is, is Reese going to siphon away that many votes from Jen? I don't know, because the other thing with this show is that uh, between the two of them, Jen, in a similar way to Jeremy Strong with Succession, like Jen has been the face of the show and the one that they've singled out between the two of them. Right. Uh, I would say, unlike, like, I think this is a case where they would not split the vote. I think that mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon, it's an honor to be nominated for Reese, but I don't think she's- Yeah, I, I have I have Jen in second. Um, I should I, I should move like Lizzie up. I, I think Lizzie could actually win. Again, I just wonder- I, I think, yeah, I don't know. It's- it, it'll be wild if Handmaids goes throughout its entire run, although it could run for 10 seasons since they never want to end the show um, without winning a SAG award. But that's the thing. Like if she's going to win, why not this year? I feel like it was a creatively a rebound year for Handmaid's Tale. Obviously it got a lot of Emmy nominations and it didn't win. I think it had like 18 or 20. What was it? it was 21. 21. Yeah. How many? 21. 21 nominations and no wins, but obviously it was like a strong season there's no slam dunk here as much as I love Sarah Snook. Like this is a little like the Oscars race for best actress where you just have like a lot of competent performances and no like real standout. And Jennifer Aniston won already. So maybe Elizabeth Moss wins. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm very close to just predicting it, even though it seems like no one is believing that's a possibility. She is buried in fourth place in our, our combined odds. I'm going to do it, Joyce. I'm putting Elizabeth Moss in first. Okay. I will, I will say, I don't, I don't think it's exactly the same as uh, the best actress Oscar race. Cause I think this <laughs> like Jennifer could just pull a Jason Bateman last year. Cause he won um, in 2019 was not eligible the following year. And then last year when we were all like, Oh, the crown is going to sweep Josh O'Connor. Right. And then they just went back to Bateman because they love. So that's why I think your case for Aniston is right. And I wonder if Sarah Snook is the Josh O'Connor of this year. I mean, she could be like, yeah, I don't. So I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just like standing here. So I think I'm going for the succession sweep. Go for it. Do not, do not lose it to us. I think, yeah, I I could see that. I think that, yeah, we'll see. Uh, We're moving to comedy choice. Speaking of rubber stamps, the nominees here were for ensemble, the great, uh, hacks, uh, the Kaminsky method, Ted Lasso, and only murders in the building. I have Ted Lasso winning. Same. 
um, I don't know. Is there anything else to say? What can we say? I just think it's a no brainer that it's going to win. Uh, I you think- know, it didn't win last year because uh, Shit's Creek won right. last season, so, last time. This is like an opportunity to reward Ted Lasso. It's obviously like a great show that people love. Hacks, I think. I feel like the buzz has blown off hacks a little bit. I think if these were the SAG awards were taking place like in November, uh, maybe it could have had an upset chance, but no, I think only murders actually would be the runner up here. If I had a guess, um, but Ted Lasso, nothing else to say. Just, I mean, I would, I think that's just because Ted has aired an, another season since then. And hacks has not, although it's, supposed to come back soon if they're filming right now um i would also say i think murders i love murders uh is is more ensemble than hacks is same so that's why i have it in second i just think uh it's a great ensemble yeah i would be surprised if it won honestly because i just don't think anything is going to be ted lasso but no i mean it'll be cool if it won uh but i don't yeah it's, a, it's an honor to be nominated right uh for for comedy actor joints again another one we could probably Go through pretty quick. The nominees were Michael Douglas, uh, Brett Goldstein for Ted Lasso, uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and then Jason Sudeikis. I have Jason Sudeikis winning. Ditto. Um, yeah. Again, I don't. <laughs> I have uh, Steve Martin in, in second. I don't think he and Martin Short will split the vote. If Steve Martin won for Only Murders in the Building, I would not be surprised, but. I just, again, I don't think they're going to let Jason Segas walk out of here without an, a SAG award. So. They also love repeats yep. in this category. Again, Alec Baldwin, seven Pete here, but, um, you know, like I think the last, so Tony Shaloub won the last, before Jason last year, he won for Maisel twice. And then I, they gave it to OMH Macy three times for Shameless. Right. Um, I think they only did Tambor once and then, uh, and then, yeah. And Alec did not win for the, the last like six episodes of 30 rock. They went with Ty Burrell, but he won the seven years previous. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I could see, I'll tell you what, I could see you see Mark winning next year for only murder season two. I, um, yeah, I guess if 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 Ted is delayed, I guess, or they don't, or they even don't, if it's not, like, I just like think Barry at all. I can see it. Can see it. <laughs> uh, anything else here before we move on? This one's a little uh, not a, not a lot. I to know. Talk. I I mean, again, it's I, I, this is a not a, a a vote split situation with Jason and Brett. No, I don't think no, that. So. And I don't think it's actually a vote split with Martin and Steve, uh, Martin Short and uh, Steve Martin. Uh, but we'll see. For comedy actress choice, the nominees were Elle Fanning, uh, Sandra O, oh, Juno Temple, Gene Smart, and Hannah Waddingham. And I got Gene Smart for Hacks. Same. <laughs> this one, I think, is the most, of all of them, I feel most confident so far in this one. I just think there's 0% chance that Gene Smart will lose here. She also uh, got nominated for Mayor. Yeah, it just is like, this is, we're in Gene Smart's world at the SAG Awards this year. And, uh, you know, that's- it's, it's just been her year, like the last 12 uh, or since, since May, at least since when Hacks premiered. Oh, no, I guess maybe April when they are premiered. Right. Yeah. So what do you have runner up here? Hannah Waddingham, I guess. Yeah. But 
I don't know. Again, you know, I think I, I didn't really think about this category. I'm just like, yeah, it's Gene Smart. <laughs> it just seems like it would be impossible. If you're watching this, like there's no chance that Gene Smart is going to lose. Uh, I hope that is, I hope she does lose. And then I can look like a total idiot, but no, I don't think, I don't think she's going to lose. Um, movie mini actor Joyce. Now we're in a new category here. This is a, a crazy, a crazy category. This is unhinged. Uh, the nominees are Mar- Murray Bartlett for the white Lotus. Uh, Oscar Isaac for scenes from marriage, Michael Keaton for dope sick. Uh, Ewan McGregor for Halston and Evan Peters for Mayor of Easttown. I got Michael Keaton for Dope Sick. Okay. Are you sticking I'm, with it? <laughs> I'm sticking with it. I think, uh, you know, it's a great performance and it is, that's it. That's what I got. I, I got nothing really else. I, I just feel like Evan Peters is a supporting performance. Uh, Murray Bartlett, I think, is a deserving nominee. Uh, Ewan McGregor won an Emmy but I don't think he's like a serious threat here. And I don't think enough people probably watch scenes from a marriage or will warm to it if they do watch it, because it's like pretty, pretty arm's length. So kind of process of elimination. That's how I did with Michael Keaton. How about you? Who do you got? So um, I initially had Keaton and uh, after nominations, but I've since gone back to my guy, Zabes. Wow. (laughs) So uh, four nominations for Mayor of Easttown, an incredibly yes, including stunts, including stunts. So it does feel like, and it has like a likely win in the next category, as we'll get to with with, with Kate. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I mean, yes, he's supporting, um, but you know, so was Ace Guards, Alexander Skarsgård okay. uh, for Big Little Lies, and uh, Nicole Kidman, who was also a lock, his uh, his scene partner. Right. And Big Little Lies, you know, basically swept and she won. And I think he just kind of coattailed off of her and also the strength of Big Little Lies. And also he gave an iconic speech when he was great. He so was, he was a- amazing when he was like, you know, who's who's the best actor, Robert De Niro or the tall dude from True Blood and like the thespians have spoken. Just I watch it all the time. Uh, but I, I, I think like, sure. Evan was not in the entire show, sadly, unfortunately. But you know, he did win the Emmy just like Ace Gars did. Yeah. And it's it's a you know a very sympathetic character. Uh, his death was shocking and so sad. And people were like, you know, maybe he didn't actually get shot in the head, <laughs> all this stuff. And uh, we know Mare has been seen. It's right. the most visible show in this category. I don't think you can argue that at all. No. Like, I think, you know, even though White Lotus is, is popular, I don't think it's as popular as it, it did not shut down HBO Max with its finale. I mean, you're um, making a good case here. Uh, scenes, you know, kind of, kind of underseen. Dope sick. Um, you know, I, I am genuinely surprised and happy with its uh, guild performance so far. And, you know, good, good for it. Uh, I don't think it's, it's reached like peak visibility yet either, but, uh, and like Keaton is great. So would not be surprised if he won either also because he's Michael Keaton. Right. And, and last year he set a SAG record with most wins in the, the film ensemble category with three. So he, he's, he needs an individual win. Um, but yeah, I think Evan could just coattail off the strength of mayor and off the strength of Kate, who is basically a lock, I think, for actress. And also that stunt ensemble nomination is like they they could have nominated anything else for stunt ensemble. Correct. 
and they nominated mayor of East. <laughs> this is a pretty close race in our odds. Combined odds. Keaton is the favorite, uh, but Evan Peters is right there, like about 600 votes behind him. Compared to the other races, it is definitely the closest so far that we've talked about. Um, I mean, I, I could see, I don't know. I was going to say I could see any of them winning, but I don't know. I actually know if that's true. I don't, I don't think you could. I, I actually think it's, it's like, just, it's a, it's, it's unpredictable, but I don't know if like all of them can win. Right. Yeah. I don't believe that they can. I know. Uh, and I, I will also say like um, in a similar vein, even though he's of a, a completely different stature and the role is completely different. I think remember when Sam Rockwell won for Fosse Verdon. Yes. And that was a surprise. Um, but like his, you know, co-lead was Michelle Williams, who was also sweeping the season. Um, and like, obviously Sam Rockwell, is Sam Rockwell, and he was a lead in that show. But I think maybe like people were voting for Michelle, maybe people were voting for Kate and then they were just like, okay, Sam as well. Right. And like maybe Evan as well too. Right. Uh, you know, it's funny. I always thought, I think that Evan Peters sounds exactly like Sam Rockwell when they talk. And I think in the, you hear it a lot. <laughs> if you watch uh, in WandaVision, I think the way he, his performance and his vocal inflection is as, so as much Ralph like Boner. Yeah. Very, very funny. Uh, Evan Peter is the next Sam Rockwell. So he's going to win an Oscar. Well, I think he could. I mean, he definitely is, is like, of the he, he needs to do more story. films, like get, no. get out of American art story, do yeah. more films. Evan. <laughs> uh, best actress in a movie or mini uh, series, uh, Kate Winslet. I'm not, the nominees are great. Jennifer Coolidge, Mark Kelly, Cynthia Revo, and Gene Smart. Kate Winslet, this one, again, this is like a Gene Smart level lock. I can't imagine a world where she doesn't win. Yeah, I don't. What what else is there to say again? What else to say? Uh, <laughs> this is the most boring prediction ever. Pretty pretty tough, tough beat. Uh, I have Cynthia Revo runner up and Jennifer Coolidge in third. Interesting. Why Cynthia? I just cause it's just the biggest. It's like I just go back to like default to like the biopic kind of performance that we the same logic we use for like Oscars. You know, Cynthia Revo playing Aretha Franklin just feels like that's a thing. You know, that's like what people want. They want the biopic. They want the they want the IP, uh, the biopic IP in awards. So that's my runner up. Okay. I think I have Jennifer Coolidge runner up. But again, this like like comedy actress, I wasn't really thinking about the rest. I was no. like Kate Winslet. And, and you know, very happy for her. She's gonna sweep the season as she should. Um, and I feel vindicated because people were still doubting her winning the Emmy and I just stuck with her. And especially after creative arts, when like Queens Gambit dominated, I was like, nope, it's Kate. I was, it was this guy. He was like, no way. I'm just going to call you out. (laughs) Call me out. It's fine. I was wrong. No, it wasn't just you because like literally the day of the Emmys, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, the leapfrogged over Kate. She went back to number one. So because people were changing. So, and not, then finally, just... finally, Joyce, TV stunt ensemble. Uh, the nominees were Cobra Kai, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, Mayor of Easttown, and Squid Game. And I have Squid Game winning here with Mayor of Easttown in second because it's over. <laughs> I, I almost want to predict Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> I, I put Squid Game because I think it obviously it's the strongest nominee of this group other than Mayor. Um, and yeah, I just think people are just going to be like Squid Game, like that show. That's my reasoning. Yeah, I have Squid Game and uh, back to what I was saying before about a Netflix show winning. This is my only Netflix show winning and it's for Stun Ensemble. Incredible. So uh, I don't know, probably a mistake. But um, yeah, these other ones, I I actually really like 
Cobra Kai and all the the absurd karate <laughs> in there. Um, also Netflix, so I guess it could win. Um, yeah, Loki. I don't actually remember that many songs. <laughs> I think it's on there because it's a superhero movie, uh, a show. Excuse me. That's why. I mean, I love Loki, uh, but like Falcon Winter Soldier was more stunty than it was very stunty. Yeah. Very very stunty. So yeah. I mean yeah, I may, maybe I'll just move Mara up just to support it because I have it in fifth currently. And like I love this nomination so much. You know, Jean G Smart did not fall down the stairs for me to put her in fifth place here. Exactly. Uh, Joyce, any anything else here? So those are, that's the SAG award for TV. Uh, what are your what are you expecting from the show in general? Just a lot of a lot of fun. Well, it's gonna apparently open with a Hamilton reunion. <laughs> yep, with uh, David Diggs, uh, Leslie Odom, and uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. You know, justice for the Schuyler sisters. Pretty, I, I guess. Uh, did any? Well, they could have had. Uh, yeah, I was like thinking of projects. I'm like Philip Sue is in Dope Sick, and she's also you know, in Shining Girls. Right, they could have had the promo. And, they had the promo uh, there. Yeah, and I totally forgot because she was missing from one episode and then she came back and the third episode's like, all right. <laughs> um, so that'll be fun. No host, obviously, for the SAG Awards. And then we'll see. It's going to be like an actual event, not like last year where you had uh, Bill Camp in his car. So, But that was also an incredible Zoom. He was he was waiting to get vaxxed. <laughs> and, it's incredible. Uh, so it's also last year was real, pre-taped. Yeah, a real show this year. One interesting thing I noticed, and we were talking about this on the other video about the Oscars, is that the SAG Awards will not stream on HBO Max, but they will be available on HBO Max the next day, which I thought was interesting. So if you don't watch they, they it. They really want you to watch uh, linearly on TNT. They do. Yes. They do. But, so, uh, I mean, I do, I do like that it's only two hours, but uh, I, I would be willing for it to extend to three hours for them to add a, a limited ensemble category and supporting categories. Just makes uh, no sense. It remains totally, uh, uh, it's hard to figure out why they wouldn't have a category for ensemble in a limited series. I, I think it's because like the TV categories already outnumbered the film ones and they want to keep in that two hour window. Um, but just like cut out like a montage or whatever of like, I mean, they'll always do it in memoriam, but yeah, like in the recent years, they've had hosts and stuff. Like we don't need, we, we don't need the Hamilton number, guys. We don't. We need an ensemble. I want to see Mayor of Easttown win or, or yeah. whatever. You know, like let it, let's go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they and you know, like the funny thing is, is that you know, back not to derail this into the Oscar talk. No, go for it. But um, you know, the Oscar thing with like you know, people only care about the the acting awards and like Best Picture. You know, the the top eight categories, and <laughs> like then you know. SAG is just all acting, then it should be like the highest rated show. Uh, but also if people only just care about acting, then the SAG Awards should add more acting categories. You would think they would. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they should. Uh, they could add support. Like we've talked about this supporting more support. Yeah, that way Kieran can win. <laughs> Sarah can yeah. win. Yeah. All right, Joyce. Well, we'll watch. I'm sure we'll probably talk about this on Sunday evening after the SAG Awards. Uh, yeah, I know. And then and then we, we, can, we can preview the Emmys, which are... Yeah. Seven months away. We you can you can predict the Emmys. Very early predictions. My my predictions are completely unhinged. So same. There there are so many shows. Uh, too many. Too many shows. shows. I've 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 watched two shows this week that have not premiered yet. 
There's a lot going on. A lot happening. A lot happening. So we'll, we'll talk about that. But this is fun, Joyce. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby. 